Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome back to the Drunken Mustache Podcast. I'm Logan, and we're casting from a bathroom. Here with me today, in person, Ozzy and Kevin. How are you guys doing today? We are not in a bathroom. We are on my back deck. And yes, in person. It is the first time in a while since we've uh, gotten together, thanks to COVID. But uh, I said back <laughs> deck, a big back deck. Actually, it's pretty small, but it's big enough for us. Sizable deck. Sizable deck. Oh man, it's, it's not about the size, it's the motion of the ocean. Uh, that's, that's what I, I was to always told. But, yes. but yeah, I do like the atmosphere. You got the Christmas lights up for Halloween. It's fantastic. It's the spooky time of year. We got the shadows and the trees. The trees, dude, they're yeah. real spooked over. Yeah, they're spooked over on me. No leaves. They look creepy. So I do, yeah. I mean, I do want us to all kind of share something scary before we get started. I know this was something that I clearly discussed with all of you and you're all ready for. So the scariest thing that I can think of would be a uh, Sonic the Hedgehog slash Guy Fieri fanfic. That's some pretty scary shit right there. Fanfic? Like what kind of fanfic? Are we talking like Erotic triple fanfic. X? You're, you know what kind of fanfic. Oh, okay. Well, then yeah, that's pretty scary. <laughs> that's pretty scary. You can speed on into Flavortown. I don't understand. That. <laughs> dude, imagine going 30 into Flavortown. Dude, I'm actually 30. curious. Did, 30 speed. Wasn't there a vote to change like one of the cities in into Ohio Flavortown, to yeah. Flavortown? Yeah, it was like, uh, was it Columbus? It was Columbus, yeah. Was it Columbus? Uh, the capital. It was something that insulted a lot of white people for some reason. I don't I mean, I'd be honored if my town was Flavortown. Yeah, that's true. I no, want I that Flavortown it, cooler honestly, thing, dude. Honestly, it probably pissed off white people that weren't going to be in Flavortown. Be like, yo, that town's flavor is not nearly as good as mine. I don't understand what the issue is. Well, who would say no to that? I feel like your house's value just skyrockets as soon as you say, I live in Flavortown. Yeah, so now it was Columbus because they wanted to get rid of, you know, Christopher Columbus' name. Now I remember. Well, but I mean, yeah, I, I guess I can see that where it's like, why do I care about being named after Christopher Columbus? I want to be named after a city that has the most flavor in the country, you know, or I'll even be the world. named after a guy who signs lean cuisines and throws them into the audience. Fieri Town. Fieri Town. I mean, it's better than, didn't Australia do, the change their Australia dollar to dollar dues? Yeah. <laughs> I think they voted. I don't think it happened. That's though. when the memes go a little too far. You cannot far enough if you ask me. Maybe it wasn't too far. Well, it was, that was from The Simpsons, right? They stole that yeah. from The Simpsons? Okay, yeah. But no, I mean, I would be fine if they just renamed it to like Frosted Tips Town or something. Yeah, in honor of That's Guy pretty Fieri. Good. That's gotta be well, then you have to argue with NSYNC as well for that and Backstreet mm. Boys. So. And Insane Clown Posse. Yeah, see, I don't. You I don't want to mess with those guys. I know. I'm pretty sure Guy Fieri is in that and Smash Mouth at the same time. See, I just yeah, don't want it every time. So, Michael J. Guy Fieri, lead singer of Smash. Why do I know the lead singer of Because no one knows what the name of Guy Fieri is. Smash Mouth. Is. No, you know what the name of the lead singer of Smash Mouth is. It's Guy fucking Fieri. In sync. In sync is not coming back because Justin Timberlake's not rejoining, but. Yeah. I did Backstreet do. is always back. Sexy is always I, back. Too. Hey, I saw their concert last year. Hey, that's true. Oh, Backstreet? Back when we could go yeah. to concerts? Yeah. R.I.P. Yeah, COVID times. What can you say? Yeah. On the bright side, Kevin is now married. But so uh, he, got, he got to do that during yeah. COVID times, which was nice. I did oh. get to go to St. Louis as well. So all you haters who don't like people leaving their house, can fuck off. I went on my honeymoon. I heard the lobster is really good out there. Oof. I did have some lobster. It was pretty good. I had it delivered to my room by my butler. Damn. Yeah. That's the why. You had a private butler, I say, Luke. It wasn't private. He had um, a share. He's not that. I, but I did have a phone that I could call a butler at any time to deliver Ooh. anything to my room or me on the beach or make reservations for me or drive my ass around. Yeah, you know. Damn. I mean, that's pretty much everything. So. It was fantastic. That's enough. I mean, St. Louis, you can't be that huge. It's all hills, though. No, it's... All right, so let me, let me tell you about this. St. Lucia is 27 miles by 13 miles. That's the whole island. Nice. We had to grow across the whole island from the airport to our resort. Mm-hmm. Hour and 10 minutes because you're just constantly going up and down mountains and around curvy-ass roads. And I, I was not ready for that ride. That's 10 miles an hour right I can't. I can't imagine the roads are, like, great either. I don't know. Yeah, but you're still... They're cruising. The speed is, like, 35 miles an hour. They're going, like, 40, 45. Oh, wow. Around curves and shit. It yeah. was awesome. Hey, but anyways, man. once you got there, fantastic. Enjoyed it. I'm married. Enjoying that. Um, yeah. 
you know. So I, I highly recommend it for all our listeners who are considering it. Who's your Committed relationship. I mean, a little, a little bit of A, a little bit of B, whatever you're into. You know. You know. Yeah. I mean, St. Lucia's open. They have sandals as a couple resorts, so I mean, you gotta find hey, sandals. Uh, I think. Uh, I think we saw a couple homosexuals up there. We 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 asked this question while we were there because I think it's illegal in, in St. Lucia for homosexuals to be there. Yes. Like so just homosexuals, the, just to be homosexual. Yes. Like, That's kind of strange. But I think sandals uh, got a lot of flack back in there a little bit. So, uh, I, That's sand, some I think kind of bullshit. Yeah, it's it's real weird. And we wondered that while we were there. It was like, I haven't seen a single homosexual couple while we're here. What's the deal with that? Well, I thought this swingers was all inclusive. <clears throat> it's it's not as strange as you think. Different countries. Well, being gay? Different. Yeah, I mean, that too. Yeah, but uh, yeah, I mean... Countries having those policies. Yeah. Oh no! Yeah, well, was, I'm, I'm just glad I didn't have to. I don't have to check for those. Yeah, things because because you didn't marry a dude. Good for <laughs> you, man. Congratulations. What's wrong with that? But uh, I mean, I mean, I'm not judging. As as I'm really saying, if you want to go back girls. and marry a dude, that is totally your call. I think polygamy and marrying two people is illegal in the United States, though. So what? No, they still have Mormons in the United States. What yeah, we have to be in like. Yeah, it's depending on the state. It's uh, Utah. Yeah, Utah. That's oh uh, yeah, the lake. One of those forgettable states. Great Salt Lake. Uh, I don't know about because they're so. They've got, they've got a lot of state parks and national parks that are pretty nice. They got it's so salty out it's there. It's because of all the polygamy. <laughs> that's that's why. Just, that's why. Okay. <laughs> Speaking of polygamy, uh, we've got wait. How did y'all screwed up my transition? We were on a topic about bands. And I could just transition and be like... We were on a topic about what's the scariest thing, and we divulged into something oh yeah. else. That was... So what's the scariest thing? Polygamy. I think that's what I got out of Kevin. Was no, that that's what... the scariest thing. I don't like scary movies, so usually scary movies are the scariest. Scary thing. movies aren't the scariest thing, because most of them are unrealistic, I guess. Unless you watch Get Out, and that's kind of... Yeah, true. what, the, like, fear of death? That you're yeah, afraid? The one where they put people's brains in other people's Yeah, the one where they hypnotize Oh, no, oh, no, I know which one. The one where they sew your mouth to someone's ass. Now, that one oh. is... Human centipede. One, two, and three. There's a full trifecta, you know? And it's, Where it just it's got to become, like, how fucked up can we make this movie? Let's see. Yeah, yeah it's pretty rough. I wouldn't recommend it. I'm not yeah. a huge fan of spiders. Can I, can I throw that out there? Yeah, Arachnophobia? That's a classic. That's a, that's a good one. I don't know. I'm not fond of snakes. I don't know. I don't have a huge problem with them. I, mean, so. I feel like if I know where a spider's at, I'm okay with them. But if he's like all of a sudden on me, I'm gonna flip shit. Yeah. Ah, that's fair. That's fair. That's pretty much what I'm at. When yeah. I'm out disc golfing and I'm in the woods and I see one, I'm like, oh, I'm gonna stay away from you. If I run into one, I just kind of swat it. I did. Oh, no, I'm not I, into I do freak out though. I'm done. I did watch The Exorcist recently. Yeah. I'm kind. Of, I'm kind of afraid the of the OG. I'm, yeah, I'm kind of afraid of getting. Man, possessed. I watched that when I was ten years old. My parents did not know how to not let me watch things. Yeah, uh, I, it's a lot funnier than I remembered when she like comes downstairs and is like, "You're gonna die in space," and then she pisses on the floor to the astronaut. Oh, yeah. Also, I was just recently, like, that's so much more entertaining when I was than when I was younger. Wait, that's a thing. I clearly have never watched. Yeah, it. it's been a while. I don't remember. But I do remember I saw a thing recently where the girl that was tied in that bed and was going crazy, the girl who got possessed yeah. actually broke her back during that scene and was like pretty messed up for a while after the movie at least yeah I, I read that and i was like wow i did not know that because i remember the scene in the movie she's like tied down in the bed because they're doing like the exorcism and the you know the devil's going crazy or whatever the demon inside of her and she's like bucking on the bed well the, and it, it just looks so so insane but i guess they must have made the bed into a contraption that actually bucks her and it actually hurt her the director straight up like fucked around with the actors in that movie like i think there was a scene where like the mom gets pushed into the wall and they've got her like tied to a wire that yanks her back so they yanked her one time and she was like don't yank me that hard that really hurt so then they were like oh we're going to yank her even harder turn that shit to a straight spinal tap and then there was one time where he needed the priest this was not like an actor. This was like a real priest. They needed the priest to act like jittered going into a scene. And the director just pulled him to the side and straight up punched him in the face and was like, yeah, there you go. Like, he couldn't stop his hand from shaking in the scene. So you're telling me if you, you just yank too hard, hard, you need a priest and to punch them in the face. Well, you need a priest for an exorcism. Yeah, I know. If your director is evil, you got to get that just, demon out. So, guys, we are 10 minutes in. That was awesome. We haven't done this in a while, so <laughs> 
<laughs> we we are reviewing as per usual we're reviewing breweries and we're reviewing exactly, we're going back to it because as per usual we've been doing mixed drinks so now yeah. we're going back to our normal so we're reviewing a brewery this time i can't promise that it's going to be the same next time hopefully things continue to open up but we're open we're reviewing the bearded bee and we've got some albums. I'm not going to attempt it because I always fuck it up. Ozzy, do you want to tell uh, us which see, albums? Uh, we've got We Are Chaos by Marilyn Manson. We've got Invisible People by Chicano Batman. And we've got American Head by The Flaming Lips. Oh, shit. I listened to the right ones this time. Hell yeah. yeah. We all have a hurt, hurt situation there. And the one where I listened to the wrong System of Down album. Oh, that's true. And when you sit, sat there and tried to argue with us, yeah, I didn't pick that. We have it in your text message. But yeah, so we have those albums. It'll be a, it'll be a good time. But let's start off with the bearded bee, which um, yeah, I, I didn't even realize how close this place was. This is in uh, downtown uh, Wendell. Wendell, yeah, it's my, uh, it's where I reside at the moment. It's a it's a beautiful little space. I mean. Uh, Pretty big. It's got. It's really well spaced out, and I think the owner has been like a beekeeper for seven years or something. And that he's been making mead for a while, and that was what made, motivated him to the side to start. Oh, so he is actually a, beer, a beekeeper. He apparently is a beekeeper. At least oh. that's what the pictures on his wall say. So yeah. Oh. Okay. Yeah. Well, I knew. I knew that. So it's. I've been in Wendell for four years, and when we first heard about this, the brewery, we were all kind of excited and. We heard it was going to be called a bearded bee, and then one of the initial ideas with that place was they wanted to actually put in a nest or a, a hive of bees. Excuse me, I don't know why I said nest, but a hive um, to just kind of have in like a plexiglass kind of like area so you can see the bees and see you know what they're doing at the time. And we thought that was cool, um, but they could still get out and do their own. Bee yes, things yeah, they weren't like contained in there. Slowly suffocating bees inside no, no, a plexiglass no. cage. It was just. Behind plexiglass, and you could see it. Everything else was probably a, a lot it had a two open outside. to nature, so they can do whatever they need, pollinate, get whatever they need. Um, but it didn't end up happening for some reason. I think there were some issues with the, the town, but they still ended up going with the whole bearded bee uh, concept, and even like the inside has some cool like hive like um, furniture. Yeah, and they got the pictures on the wall with people having beard bee beards on their faces, which honestly. Oh, yeah. Creeps me the fuck out, but I mean, yeah, that's another scary thing. Having bees all up on your fucking face. I don't know. Have you seen The Wicker Man? Uh, yeah, I have actually. John Which the one? The Nicholas, not, not the bees. The no. Nicholas Cage one. The I only one. Nicholas Cage. Oh, the bees. Yeah, the rise. I've seen yeah. Tiny Boy. I've, I've, uh, get out of the car and just yell bees. I've seen yeah. eight. I've seen eight. But they're, they're actually being attacked by bees, aren't they? No, they're pretending it so they don't get a ticket. Oh, okay. Both, both I, I can envision that scene in my mind, but for some reason I actually thought the bees, they were that good. Allergic to bees. Me too. <laughs> Just roll around. It's fine. <laughs> uh, but yeah, yeah, it's cool. I, I really like that place. I was surprised. I, I will say that for their, they have quite a large beer selection. Not all of them hit for me, but they did have quite a few that were very good. I think the seasonal ones that they were trying, the pumpkin spice beer... The Scary both stories. the smoky one, the smoky stout. Um, now, smoky, Kevin, you tried the like stout. new chocolatey stout, and that one actually yeah, it was honey, like smoky chocolate honey. Stout? No, it was like a honey oatmeal stout. It was, it was Sorry. a honey stout. Uh, I mean, that one I liked it, but it, I wouldn't say it screams stout. It screamed more like toasty amber. Yeah, me. which yeah, I mean, if you're looking for a stout, probably don't grab that one. If you're looking for a good beer. Um, to start my rigmarole about about this place that it opened up this year uh, in the COVID times was it pre-COVID? No, it was straight. Was it knee deep in COVID? I'm pretty times. sure it was a peak of COVID. There was, there was the first no, peak. We don't call it COVID. It's the before times. You know, yeah, was uh, it in the before times? No, it was during the times. My, <laughs> my issue is with a lot of breweries that start. Is that their beer is not very good. Their beer gets better over time because they start to figure things out. But I've been impressed with pretty much all of their beers that they put out. I mean, I mean, save like one or two that had one may have had a weird 
flavor in it. Like, yeah, one of them had like a plastic taste, but you know that. Yeah, right? and then uh, one of them, it was more of a session style, which I don't like. That was my preference, but it was still a decent tasting beer. Um, but overall, you know, maybe two bad beers. And once they first opened up, they only had like six beers, and they had guest taps on the other like what like six taps they have. So they have a large variety of beers that you can get there, and um, they're all really good. Uh, I mean, that was what struck me is for a brewery that's only been open for a year, they have. Like I said, they they have like what fourteen beers that there are their own beers on tap. That's like crazy. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, I wasn't blown away by all their beers. I think some of them I didn't even like, but I think they They had enough changing. But they well, I mean, I think that's again you got to go into it like you were saying, understanding this is a new brewery, and I was under the same impression as you, Kevin. We're like, um, I guess unless you're like in downtown Raleigh. I feel like anything on the outer skirts of Raleigh and they're a newer brewery, they're going to not necessarily be great off the bat. Yeah. You know, they're going to have some time where they have to work out the kinks, especially when I compare it to something like Oak City, which took almost three years for them to put out their first beer. And, you know, they're, they're making their way and they have good, decent beers. But, you know, this these guys opened literally this year. So it hasn't even been a year. It's maybe been half a year. And the first time I went, which was a couple months into it, I was very impressed at the amount of beers they had available. The, I mean, and, and they weren't all like IPAs. They were all, you know, a different styles every yeah, time I went, right? They, they were a bunch of different styles right. that they weren't, they weren't the popular styles. And I was actually very impressed because Wendell, I mean, most people don't know, Wendell is a very small town. It's a very rural slash, you know, just, um, it's, it's small. There's not much here. We have like two restaurants and they're both very small. Yeah, it's one um, of those where you drive by downtown and you're yeah. like, there it is and there it goes. Yeah, there it yeah. But it has been growing in the last year or two and we've gotten new restaurants, new like shops. And this was the biggest new thing to come to Wendell. So when that came, I was like, okay, well, I don't want to set my hopes too high because it is Wendell. But honestly, if this was in downtown Raleigh, I would honestly be just as impressed because yeah. the yeah. variety of beers... The ambiance in there, which you know we kind of went over, it was it was gorgeous in there. It, you know, it had a lot of space. It had a cool aesthetic. It wasn't just a bar. It had like a whole. They had the whole you know beef. Yeah, thing and I think on. the the other thing is that clearly the owner has an investment in his own True, yeah. product because he's there. It seems like every night was he the one that served us tonight? Yeah. yeah so he's there like pretty much every time I've been. Well, that's, that's the whole Wendell yeah. small small town kind of yeah. deal. I feel like a lot of those. I mean, I know a lot of people that own the shops downtown and. You know, I'm not surprised that he's there all the time. I mean, there's just there's just a lot of that feeling in this town, and I guess that's the one thing he can rely on and just hope that that helps it grow because a lot of the people that are coming are going to be from town, and hopefully the word gets out, you know. Well, and I think it does speak something to his business sense as well that he's putting out this number of beers without having, at least to my knowledge, like a contract to sell these beers at other grocery stores and locations. Because I'm not aware of them selling anywhere else. No, they are pretty no, much only out of that. I mean, before this, I've never heard of them. Uh, never seen a beer outside of their brewery. So, yeah, I mean, they essentially just at their own location. And like you said, I mean, I know you said that there was like a few beer that you didn't like, but there was nothing that I was grotesquely turned off by. Well, it wasn't. And there was a yeah. lot more that I liked and enjoyed than there were that I didn't like. So. Yeah, and I guess it comes back to me again. It's not really that... Let me put it this way. It's not like I hated those beers. It's just like I could get this beer pretty much anywhere, which, you know, it, that when I go to a place, I want to get a unique style or taste. So when I go and I get like a pumpkin spice beer and it's like, I can't even really taste the pumpkin in this. This is like I could go anywhere and get some. I could get a Oktoberfest from Samuel Adams and it would be just as good as this. And it's like, yeah, you know, but they do have some good ones. They had the... Uh, What's the the, uh, the EMB extra most best? Oh wait, no, sorry. No, sorry. We are eating the EMB. But the ESB. Yeah, the ESB was very good. The uh, what's the brown rye? Like, oh, the Rafters. Rafters rye IPA. Yeah, that so one's really good. Too. That's really good. Uh, Kevin, you always like the um, well. You like the Golden Belgium, and then you also like the uh, the Wee Heavy was very good too. Wee Heavy. Yeah. That was the one you the, were always hyping the up. Raba the Raba Hoochie. That was actually very good, yes. Um, and that, they had a, a lemon peel 
pale ale, just yeah. winging it, which is actually really good too. So yeah, yeah like, for all the crap I, I was talking, like six of their fourteen beers were still very. And good. I would say, like, yeah. I think my favorite part about that place was what I had mentioned earlier that they had a good variety. Like, I wasn't just having three, four IPAs. Like, I had beers that I haven't really normally tried in a while. Like, you know, like a, a pale ale. I really don't drink. Well, a lot and of those. I also like saison. Or, yeah, and um, I don't know that they make these themselves too, but they they have mead. They got no. wine. They got stuff. They got different kind of things. Their, their meat is from uh, Honey Girl, Mary, Durham. and Durham. Yeah. yeah. Did you work there one day? I did work there one day. Uh, they just contract out bottling uh, to... A day's worth of work is you a bottle, eh? Uh, you get a bottle and a paycheck. Oh, so you do get paid. And then you just use that paycheck to buy a different bottle. But yeah, I, I guess... I guess it's like when I worked at REI, you use your paycheck to buy all the shit you want. Yeah, that's probably what I was Yeah. Doing. But yeah, no, they're, they're very good. Um... They, I am surprised at the amount of variety that they have. It's not like walking in the burial where you can get four IPAs, three sours, and four stouts, and that's your option. And if you name off all the names for those beers, it would be about a two-page report. Yeah, it's like you get the first chapter of Harry Potter right there. Well, that's uh, that's just because burial has like beers that are like four sentences long. And not the knock on burial. They're, they're good. Yeah, they're good. One of our, they, there's no variety there. Like, it, it, you go there if you want one of those three things, and you know what you're going to get out of it, and it's going to be it's gonna be good, but don't expect to change it up. Here, I'm a big fan of an ESB. I love IPAs and everything else, but people who do an ESB very well always get my vote, and this ESB is actually very good. Crank Arm has a, a wonderful ESB. Uh, it's a style that I don't see enough of, and I'm glad that they do. Well, and I guess for me, again, it comes back to part of it is the atmosphere. And even though it's not their own mead and it's not their own wine, a lot of breweries that you would go to, like Crank Arm, I'm pretty sure they just have beer. They don't really have a lot of other options. They got some Sutter Home mini bottles. Yeah, so, I mean, to, to go to a place that can say, like, well, if your girlfriend's here and she doesn't like beer, we got other options, you know, come on down. This they is like have a, some ciders that they... Guest house. That's true. Oh yeah, yeah I forgot. They also have the ciders. Yeah, yeah. Well, I think it's also the the location, right? I mean, this isn't anywhere near downtown Raleigh, so I know they're not pandering to the, you know, the IPA folk, which is yeah. well, kind of, which is the folk that would be in downtown Raleigh normally. To be fair, um, a lot of people around here kind of go for Bud Light and the, that is the true. light. So to see the place very busy is uh, good to see because yeah, we're excited. Good. But it's also very interesting because I didn't know how big of a hit it would be for them to have these kinds of beer in Wendell, North Carolina. Well, I think it was, I mean, there's a, there's a growing community in Wendell just because they have a new uh, community down the road that's um, aimed at, like, newer folk, new uh, younger generation. They're, like, big, uh, bigger, nicer homes, smaller lots, you know, it's just that kind of aesthetic. People don't want to live in Right, and they have a good commute. They have really nice homes, not expensive. Uh, But it's a growing community there, and I knew that this place would do well. I just am surprised at how quickly it did well. It's just kind of from the get-go, it was it was slammed every other night. But I think it was something that was missing in this area. Yeah, Um, so I definitely think that that caused it to kind of balloon fast. We would we would always talk if we opened up our brewery. This would be the place that we'd open up, or either on the skirts of skirts of Nightdale, right? Yeah, uh, because that was the only place that was really still population dense and uh, missing something, and didn't have a brewery. Like, I, no offense to Oak City, but they they, weren't, they they haven't been a real brewery. It's, well, they it's, still really aren't a real brewery yet. It's yeah. too small. They don't, they don't even have, have their own. Beer. Well, I mean, it's not yeah. even the small aspect. It's just that they aren't making their own beer. They've had like one or two beers. No, they have a pretty good. I feel like they are now, now, but from the beginning, it's been four years. Yeah, no, four, four or five took, years. It took four years for them to get there, but. They were making so much money off them just so obvious. That's true. That's and also, they're going to have a disc golf course near there soon. So that oh, was. No, yeah. I, the, the goons I play with every now and then, they're actually meeting with Nightdale's uh, township to in, in business to make a park out there at the uh, Nightdale station. Nice. I hope, those side, goons, side I hope those goons don't listen to this because they might be offended that you didn't but, use uh, their names. Uh, right? Goons is a channel. Uh, but, but anyway, back to the main point. You couldn't pay me to open up. Even if I had all the funding that I would want, you couldn't pay me to open up a brewery in Raleigh right now because it's so oversaturated. Oh, yeah, you're going to bust. This, yeah, this area right now is growing exponentially, and you'd probably be okay 
It would, if you went a little closer to Nightdale, but still off the highway, you, you'd be in it. But uh, I think it was a smart move uh, from them, and they're doing everything that they can to do it right. And I think they all their beers are... I, will, I won't say all their beers, but... Yeah, majority. The, the majority of the beers are very tasty, and he's not... It doesn't taste like he's cutting any corners to try to make it happen and to pump some of these out. I mean, he has 14 different beers on a tap, but it, they all, you know, taste good. It's not like he's, you know, filling it up with just, oh, I just pour a bunch of rice syrup and some yeast no, yeah. and stuff. Yeah. So they wow, whatever the hell, whatever the hell, they're all individually. Fuck Lone Rider, that place sucks. Let's get but but yeah, I guess the, the key point, like even me, I was probably the largest critic of the beers at this place. Still probably one of the best breweries I've been to in the area. Um, well, I mean, certainly in the area, but I mean, like, in the Raleigh district. I in think our area, right? Probably now. one of the best breweries I've been to that we've reviewed. Yeah, I think yeah. this is really up there. And I'm excited. I can literally walk to it. I can, I literally walk five minutes, and it's right there. And um, It's definitely worth going to. So if you're out near this area. If you're in, in Windows, North Carolina. Oh, if you're in Windows, the only place to go to. We have a lot of, like, beer shops. We actually do have a lot. We have three now. Uh, but if you're anywhere in like East Raleigh, it's definitely worth going out here just to kind of see it because it's, I mean, it's something different because it's not like your normal Raleigh place. It's out here in the middle of a small little town that's kind of cute, kind of secluded, but it still has, it still has really good beers, good ambiance, good folk too. Um, so you're going to have a good time going there. Yeah. So, uh, Ozzy, you want to lead us into the uh, albums? I. I'm I'm putting the pressure on you because I didn't even remember that, that we should have decided who we were going to talk about first. Oh, but yeah. Decide. So I guess uh, do we want to rock paper scissors for it, or are we just doing Chicago Batman to start off? Um, we're going to do we're going to do American Head first. Oh, okay. okay. I see how. It is. Okay, so because I figured it was Kevin's least favorite, honestly. Um, so American Head is an album by the Flaming Lips. Who the Flaming Lips have been around since the '80s. Um, they're a duo, two guys, and um, I don't really know what to classify them. I mean, they're kind of like fucking weird. It's what like they alternative, are. some a little bit of folky. They they just had a concert where all the fans were in bubbles. That was a fucking weird fucking really. Thing. Yeah, like you ever seen a Zorb? They were like in Zorbs in the audience, like Bubble Boy. Yeah, like Bubble Boy. Yeah, it was fucking weird. Awesome. Anyway, it's weird. But awesome. But yeah, they've been around for a while. They're a duo. They, yeah, they, they're a duo and... Uh, they're on and off, is what it seems like to me. They'll like hit a couple of good songs, be really popular, and then they'll kind of drop off the radar, and then they'll hit a couple more good songs and be back on I the I guess radar. that's why they've been around the 80s, because they've been making albums for what seems like fucking ever. But American Head... Uh, so, I mean, Logan, you picked this. I guess you were kind of intrigued by the Flaming Lips for some reason. Um, I saw the name, and I was like... Well, why not? I mean, I don't have anybody else that I'm particularly into. I, I could have picked a metal album because there were a few of those out. But I think they were all international. And I was like, I think Kevin's heard enough metal albums out of us. So, yeah, it was like Flaming Lips. Maybe it's like alternative. Maybe it'll be something we enjoyed. And uh, it was not. This no. album was experimental rock is what it's classified as. And I could definitely see no. the experimental part because it is, it is kind of all over the place. Um Especially on the first listen, I was very turned off, um, I will say. Though the first song is great. I will tell you, the first song is absolutely wonderful. Um, but after that, it kind of just like divulged into like what seemed to be an acid trip. Yeah. Which is very much. accurate because this album is, when I when I listened to it more and kind of d- digged into the lyrics, digged into the background of the album, it is about drugs. I mean, most of the, it kind of blows my mind how much this guy has been doing drugs without being, you know, like an addict or anything like that. Because he talks about... Apparently, this album is about his childhood and how he's had run-ins with his brother doing drugs, overdoses, people dying in car crashes, uh, some of his friends being drug dealers and having to kill their like drug like managers and then going to jail. So, like random things like that. And every other song is like a different situation where it would dealt with like drugs or his hometown. And I'm sitting here thinking to myself, where the hell do you live? Where you have this many stories about drugs? And drug dealers, and I don't know. I, don't, I actually didn't figure out where he where he came from. Um, 
I think it was somewhere in the Midwest. Uh, probably it must Canada. have been a really boring place where the only thing to do is get high and sell drugs. Well, it's it's, uh, it's Vancouver. Yeah. So maybe, I mean, that's sort of Midwest, I guess. Probably Vancouver. But, but yeah, the, song, the songs are kind of all over the place. Um, it, the music, it's, it's very music-based. Because, like, a lot of the lyrics are very monotonous and not, they don't say a lot. I mean, he just kind of yeah. says, you know, oh, I took drugs, Mom, I'm sorry. Well, or I don't want to die, or I hope you don't die. It's, and it kind of repeats that. But I think what they were going for was just kind of a, a, a feeling for an album. And I think I can understand with the type of music that they play and the type of lyrics and what they want to talk about. They don't necessarily want to be straightforward. They just kind of want you to feel it. But I don't do drugs, never really done drugs, never got high. Not interested, so I can't relate. Yeah. Um, so I think lyrically, I was very just kind of meh, but musically, I enjoyed a lot of this. Really, kind of in the background, listening to it, kind of humming it to myself, and um, it, it was kind of catchy on some some days, you know. I I will say that it is a hundred percent better if you ignore the lyrics, because uh, I mean, I re- I still remember that uh, Ozzy texted me after I after he had listened to the album. I hadn't even listened to it yet. But after you listened to the first song, you texted me like, are you okay, bro? And I was like, what? Yeah, I'm fine. What are you talking about? It's like, I just listened to this album and it's like fucking yeah, really I depressing. Was, I was legit concerned and about I was like, And I was like, so then I listened to the first song and it's just like, oh, your friends are dead. And I was like, whoa, what? <laughs> this really yeah, sucks. I was like, Logan's going to kill This is it. It's a... His last uh, reach out. Yeah. Uh, yeah, he's like, I hope you guys hear this and help me. No, this lady, this fucking lame dude, depression's gay. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just kidding, you guys. You but no, I, I, I was kind of like, therapy. It was kind of a weird, it was a weird contrast because, like I said, the music does not draw out, like, how depressing these lyrics are throughout the first four or five. I, I just stopped paying attention after the fifth song where what? they were. They sung about the dinosaurs being dead. Oh, I just, hate that song. And that I was just like, you know what? I'm not even going to pay attention. I wasn't a big fan of it that. It was terrible, but I looked up what it meant, and I actually kind of like it. Uh, I like the under, the, what he was trying to go for, but li- musically, that was the worst song. Like, it was musically I feel like terrible. I not have to look up what art means. I, I do understand that. I, I don't want to well, look it up, but I was curious enough because I was like, I know that they're not just putting this shit together for no reason. Oh, yeah. Right, so, like, I was curious enough, and I think only because musically I was so interested that I actually went the extra step and said, what is he talking about? And look at the lyrics. And it, it talks about dinosaurs on a mountain. And he's like, oh, you know, there's dinosaurs on the mountain. They're falling over each other. It's in the trees. I wish I could see them. He certainly, he's essentially talking about his childhood and his imagination about how when he was a kid, he would go on road trips, see trees, and imagine them being dinosaurs. But now he drives and he doesn't do that. He like drives through the same area and all he sees is trees. So it's kind of like, it's, it's kind of it's, it's kind of like a reminiscent well, of like I, your imagination as a kid, and I like that. But I didn't get that. I had to look it up, kind of like you said, Kevin, and it kind of defeats the purpose. Well, and I think after your explanation, I actually kind of appreciate the album more because the music is kind of like a, as we talked about, contradictory kind of like reminiscing of him going through like, you know, this is my childhood and it sucked, but. It was my childhood, and that's kind of what the music is getting at, is like that mm-hmm. he's kind of like thinking back on it and just kind of being like, yeah, this is just what I go through, and it's part of what made me me. And, you know, from a certain perspective, it's terrible, but from another perspective, it's just, you know, what I grew up dealing with. And I think I think that kind of makes it interesting. That doesn't make it good. Yeah, and that, that's, that's, yeah, that's, that's the only like, reason I looked it yeah. up. was like, yeah. interesting, but not good. Yeah. When I, when I had to, like... Like chop it up, it, I understood it and I enjoyed it and it made me appreciate it. But when I sit there and listen to it, I'm just like, I mean, you're talking about dinosaurs and this fucking song sucks. Like, I'm sorry, the song just. Sucks. Well, and that was just my thing. Every time I tried to think about it, I was just like, I hate this music. When I had it on in the background, I was like, you know, this isn't so bad. But every time I, but it was like I had it in the background while I was working and I didn't really have to pay attention to it. I was like, yeah, this is all right. That's good. And then when I actually had it on in the car and I had nothing else to think about, I was like, I just really want to Where is the sturdiest pulse? I can fucking really drive my car into it. Yeah. But yeah. I, mean, uh, I, I listened to it in the car and it was also just background noise because I don't really like it. Fair enough. It, it, the, the background noise review is coming in. Um, 
So there's a very specific Bob's Burgers episode, or Robert's Hamburgers, if you're if you're into that. Uh, but there's an episode where they get a food truck and go to a food truck rodeo. And, I know exactly what you're talking and about. And there's this lady just like wailing up on the fucking stage. It's some reference that I've already forgotten, but that's all I could think of <laughs> listening to this fucking album this entire time. And like, I get it. Like, some songs were, were all right, but it always felt like it was building up to something that oh, never actually yes! happened. Yes! Okay, that is a big thing. And it was just like constant monotony throughout each song. Like, it wasn't building up to something to make a statement. It was just, here's the statement. Here's some music that goes along with it. Have fun. Then, you know, it wasn't. And it was all slow and melodic. So, like, there wasn't really this exclamation point on any other side. So, if it was something important that they needed to say, I would feel like an exclamation point needed to be there. And it just didn't really jive, I know, for a 60s term well, uh, with me. So, it, it just wasn't something that, you know, I enjoyed. And, and I know the Flaming Lips have a huge following. Like, it's like a cult following with some people. Which is fine. I mean, if that's if this is the music you like, that's the music you like. I'm not gonna shit on you personally, but I, it's not the music for me. If you like Flaming Lips, I guess this is the Flaming Lips. That's well, I think, I think this is a little different than what they usually do. Not that it's like not that it's super strange, but I think it was a different direction. And um, and maybe they maybe Flaming Lips fans do like it. I just know that you're right. That a big thing you did make was that there was a constant swell but no peak. And yeah. yes, I felt that almost on every song where it's just like, you know, we're building this and it felt great, but then it's kind of like, it just, it's kind of like the wave never crashed. It just kind of rolled away. Yeah. And I, I personally do like it. Just I want peaks. You know, I don't, I do want ups and downs. I mean, and I think they kind of like try to go with ups and downs with the melody and not necessarily the music sometimes. And it just didn't fit for me. Yeah. Um, it did feel, and I think they were going for kind of like a one kind of feeling Thing across the entire album because it did feel as one unit. It didn't feel like songs, and I do like that. It really did. Like, I couldn't tell. When no, and I, they wanted to do that, right? And I, the the drugs and the, 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 the fire, yeah, the fireflies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They really wanted to do that, and I understand that, and I got that. So I do appreciate that. It wasn't like, are they fucking like making this like one unit, or is it different songs? Yeah, but I, I understood that it was all made sense to go together. Yeah, yeah. but well, I was still, also there wasn't a whole lot of. Yeah, I was kind of caught off guard, too, because, again, I, when I picked this album, I was expecting more of, like, a, oh, it's alternative, and it's kind of weird, but it's kind of, like, rock, and this was not any of that. This was a very strange... This was an oil spill. It was an oil spill. This was a very interesting... It was a very strange song. You want to finish your thought? I was going to do a transition. No, I was going to make one last comment. Did you guys catch the special guest that was on the South? The girl? What was her name? Yeah. Mike Schneider. I don't remember her name, sorry. But do you know, like, do you know who she is? Was it Kesha? No, it's actually a previous person we reviewed. It was Casey Musgrave. No! Oh, right. She was yeah, on, yeah, she yeah, on three songs. That. And on um, God and the Policeman, which I don't like that Worst song. Worst song on the whole album. No, not the worst song. It, the Dinosaur Ones was the worst song. God and the Policeman yeah. was also kind of not great because it said the same thing over and over again. But I knew that voice right away, and I was like, I know this voice. Who is this? And I was like, I, and, but as soon as I looked it up, I knew it was Casey. It was Casey yeah. Musgrave. So it was Casey. Yeah, I knew it was my, girl, my, girl, my girl Casey. But yeah, she was on three songs apparently. So that was kind of cool. Uh, yeah, I mean, I knew that it was like a different person. I just didn't know who it was, but I wasn't that motivated to look it up either. I, I, I honestly thought it was the girl that they were making from, fun of from Bob's Burgers. Oh, you thought it was the girl with the dragon tattoo? They treated oh. her. They, they like featured her on the album. No, the Bob's Burger made fun of somebody, and I, it was a girl. But I, yeah, so I, it, that's probably the reason that I think of Bob's Burgers when I listen to this album because oh, okay. it was a, a girl's voice trying to belt out some of these like vocals. Well, in for the, the the tone, so it, it sure. kind of felt like that. But in the opposite vein, uh, we're just talking about songs making a direct point. Uh, let's talk about your album, Kevin. Marilyn Manson. Uh, yeah, that made some points. That guy had some very, 
Yeah, the I, I can always I always like when the album starts off with like a two minute interlude with the guy just yelling at you with no music. So I kinda know what I'm getting myself into, you know. I hey listen. I don't know if you listen on Spotify, but all the all the uh, track titles were in all caps, <laughs> so you should know what you're getting into. Yeah, um, you should honestly. Honestly, from not really listening to Marilyn Manson a whole lot, uh, pretty much just uh, beautiful people, uh, and I was like, well, now's a good time to listen to a whole Marilyn Manson album because I have to choose one that's new. Um, you know, it it wasn't. It was mi- pretty middle ground for me. Um, I thought that it was still kind of after listening to the three albums, and we'll get we'll get to uh, Chalupa Batman later. <laughs> but it it's the very beginning of the album kind of felt still pretty mo- uh, methodic, melodic kind of uh, him just kind of making large statements and but he's still kind of like flowing him in very softly is how i felt about it. The, the the back part of the album not so much uh he, he hit yeah, a lot i think harder. he just got he just got so tired of holding back he was just like fuck it we're doing this and from somebody who doesn't really listen very deeply to the lyrics i the lyrics still stood out a little bit more because it, it, it is very repetitive when you're that kind of angsty uh he, he kind of says the same thing over and over and over and over and over again to like drill it in, which is fine. But you know, I, I like this more than Flaming Lips album because it had a little bit more energy and maybe I just like angst. Um, I mean, it it felt like an Alice in Chains album. It felt what? like a. It felt like an Alice in Chains. We reviewed took, Alice in Chains, and I enjoyed Alice. If Alice in Chains. Like took a bunch of quaaludes and tried to make an album, then yes. If Alice in Chains, if everyone in Alice in Chains was Dracula, then yes. Felt like a smashing. This, this album is what I Marilyn Manson is what I imagine Dracula's things like. It, we talked about this earlier. I was like comparing it to we Smashing Pumpkins, and you don't really agree with it. But yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't agree with it. I think, I think that uh, whatever his name is, Billy, whatever from the Smashing Pumpkins, sings a lot better. So, I mean, you hit on a lot of good points on Marilyn Manson. Um, my biggest, like, so I think all of these albums kind of had a same feeling when it came oh, to yeah. lyrics. So a lot of these, all three albums were kind of repetitive when it came to lyrics. Uh, but I think each band, or each, each band, because it's a band, um, Marilyn Manson is a band. Um, That's a person and a band, yeah. Yeah, technically. Marilyn um, Manson and the Mansons. Yes. But yeah. each Marilyn one, Manson and the Jackson Five. Music, each one did musically uh, did it musically different, right? I think Chicago Batman was a little bit more upbeat, had a little bit more uh, things incorporated than the Ameri- the Flaming Lips. The Flaming Lips were very, very on the low side of adding music. And I'm gonna turn on a fan, so if y'all hear it in the background, listeners, it's a ghost. That's a ghost. It's not a ghost. But Marilyn Manson, um, so you're right that he repeats a lot of things, and sometimes it got kind of cringy to me. Like, yeah. So I, th- I guess it's the angst. I'm no longer angsty, and I think someone who's, I don't know how old, 40-something years old, would, no be, would not be that angsty anymore. But he was. Um, you know, well, it's kind of like Blink-182 being... Right, it, it kind of misses its mark when you're 40 yeah. and you got kids, right? And it, there's just certain lines that... The one line that that stood with me and that I hated hearing over and over again was "You're you're longer, you're dead longer than you're alive." Like that's a one liner that I think if you said once, I'd be like, "Ah, that's clever, that that's was funny." Whole song. But that's the entire song. He says that for the chorus five thousand times in a row, and it gets old, it gets cringy. Like, okay, we get it. You're the Dark King. You're you're angsty. You're, you're Dracula. I don't understand. I understand you're broken and don't want to be fixed, and that's fine. I like that. But you don't have to repeat it a thousand times. It took me till the end of the, the song to realize what he was saying. That's how bad I am at lyrics. Yeah. Well, oh, okay. Well, the production on this is weird because it's very distorted. Oh, yeah. And it's just kind of like there's a lot of space going on. Um, but I will say I did like – I really enjoyed his music, uh, like music-wise. Because, yeah. like, he had three songs on there that were, like, piano, guitar, acoustic that blew my mind. When I thought of Marilyn Manson, I was like – I was expecting a little bit more, like, the beautiful people, a little bit more grungy. Yeah, that's what I was thinking. Yeah, but 
there were some pop elements, and when I looked it up, he was actually inspired by uh, Iggy Pop and um, uh, Elton John, which right. kind of, I was like, okay, I can hear it now. And, and um, what's his name? God died. Uh, David Billy Bowie. Ray David Bowie. David yeah. Bowie. He's not dead yet. Last time I'm not. David Bowie. Bowie. And there's one song, I think it's uh, Paint You With My Love. He sounds just like David Bowie. Like he went just, he went exactly David Bowie in that song, and I love that song, Paint You With My Love. Because that song, like, when I think of Marilyn Manson, that's not what I think of. And I, I enjoyed that song because of that. Um, and then the other song that I really liked was uh, Perfume, where he's like, oh, get yeah. behind me, say oh, yeah. That's cool. You know, that's a good, yeah. upbeat song. Uh, but the ones that were kind of slow and repetitive and had cringy lines like, oh, don't get in my way, someone's about to die. That sounds like someone who, like, is... 12 years old and says they're misunderstood and they're going to shoot up the, the school because he's a bully. I'm sorry. You're not you're not that anymore. It's people who are that who are that cringy and angsty that think they can shoot up the school but yeah. are too uh, anxious Scared. to ask for extra ketchup. From B- the Billy Eilish. Yeah. Yeah, Billy Eilish. Billy. Well, yeah, saying, like, yeah. like those lines like, oh yeah, don't get into my way. You're not a hero. Someone's about to die. Like, really? I don't know. I don't know if it was like me, my, uh, you know, attitude now that I'm kind of like growing up and I'm in my late twenties. So I'm just kind of like, I, I just like, I feel like he's trying too hard. Yeah. The angsty, I guess, as it's called, he was putting too much effort to be like really intense and reach out to like the teenagers. I'm just like, you're not bad. I would, I would enjoy this more if you were being ironically like hardcore. Oh, yeah. yeah but yeah, I mean, you're trying, you're trying way too hard and you're coming off as a joke and that's, it's not even very entertaining. And, the, and the, the weird thing was, I feel like musically, he did do something different. I feel like musically, he did not stick to the angsty feel, the grungy feel. He went somewhere different. He was like, I'm inspired by this 70s, 80s pop slash rock glam thing. And he in, invested in that. And I can hear it and I appreciate it. But lyrically, it sounds like the same Marilyn Manson that you always hear. It talks about his the darkness in his brain and his head and how he perceives things. And it's just... Despite all his rage, he is still only Nicolas Cage. That it's is a, a much better song. It's a same. shame. And no, it does not sound like uh, Smashing Punches. Yeah. Well, yeah, the, I will say, out of this one, there are songs that I would put on my playlist because Paint You With My Love and Perfume, I, 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 I can listen to it again. Yeah. I, was, I was definitely pleased listening to it. Yeah, based off of what I know about Marilyn Manson and what I was going into, I I, I enjoyed this album more than I expected to. Yeah, that's the thing. But I also kind of got what I thought I was going to get out of this album, which was a guy complaining about like, oh, I don't like that the government does this, and oh, these people are assholes, and don't you be treating me like this. Just you know, more angsty and more teenagery. Less yeah. words, honestly. I mean, yeah. we listen to Rage Against the Machine. <laughs> yeah, but at least he had lyrical prowess. But he had none of the musical prowess. Yeah. Teach their own. Anyway. So, Ozzy. Chicano Batman. Who, honestly, I had never heard of until you brought him up. Pleasant surprise. That was, uh... It didn't hit me the first time through. I thought it was very samey, if I'm being completely honest. I listened to it again this to, earlier today, and, uh... I was actually kind of impressed by how kind of it's got, like, a little jazzy feel to it. It was a. Uh, it had a nice touch to it, but it was also still kind of like a regular alternative kind of rock based. Yeah, it was. It was nice. I liked it. But so, yeah, yeah, I mean, you, you kind of hit on it. They they do have influences of like jazz and like uh, different rhythmic rhythmic like uh, genres. You know, they're not just straight alternative and not rock. Um, and actually, you you hit it by saying they are. It was alternative because out of all their releases, this was the most accessible and most alternative one. If you go back into their catalog, they have a lot of a lot more like different sounding stuff. Um, but Chicano Batman, yeah, they're an all Hispanic band, I believe, from LA. Chicano is actually a term, a Mexican term, uh, and Batman obviously is a Mexican term. So. Mexican, uh, yeah. he's yeah. a Mexican folk hero. Um, he's one with the bat. <laughs> yeah, is that right? It's, it's, it's he is right under. Uh, can you, uh, Chupacabra Man? Yeah, well, wait, wait, I, I just want to say, can you, uh, tell us? Because I'm personally not familiar. Can you tell us the backstory? So, what the... happened was there was a bat that was flying around in these small <laughs> villages, and he actually got bit by a man. 
and the bat grew legs. That's and man bat. No, no, it's still Batman. But it's, it's, Batman because, it's Batman because he grew human legs but kept his bat body. That's Sasuke. That is, oh yeah, that is Sasuke Uchiha. No, it's just, God, let's not get into anime. You stole, you stole. <laughs> I was just thinking you stole Peter Porker from the Spider-Verse. Like, he got essentially. There's a spider got baked by a radioactive pig and he turned into a spider pig. No, no, they, they literally just took Chicano and Batman. Oh, uh, yeah, okay. But, uh, Batman, I guess. Yeah, so I, I had to work better. better. <laughs> so, yeah, so I, I like them, um, and that's why I picked their latest release. Um, I don't know what you guys, I mean, you kind of went over it, but you guys can. Um, I mean, your, Kevin, do you want to go? I, I, I liked it, is I guess the general thing. I thought it was kind of samey. Uh, my favorite one, which y'all might disagree with, was probably Pink Elephants. Um, I really liked that one. I also liked it was Invisible People, right? Is the one yeah, of the, 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 key, the main track? I liked that Beautiful one. Okay, that? yeah, that's why I didn't want to get it confused. I was like, okay, but yeah, Invisible People. I actually thought that was pretty good too. I mean, I don't think there was anything that was just like, oh yeah, this is really banging. That yeah. that was kind of my only thing that I really was disappointed by. I was hoping they would. Switch up the tempos or something, but overall, I, I thought it was a good album. Well, I will uh, say there was that one song called Manuel's Story where they talk about some dudes uh, running away from like s- Central South America because mm-hmm. of the drug cartels, and that was definitely a jump out of all the songs. Um, so there was at least one moment where it did change. Yeah, um, I'm not going to lie. When I listened to this album, I got about three or four songs, and I, you know, I was really enjoying it. It had a, a nice, like, smooth feel to it. Um, and I was like, it was kind of samey. I did, it was very reminiscent of the Gorillaz album. Ah, oh, see, I that, said this to Ozzy earlier. Yeah. That we reviewed earlier in the year. It had that kind of like beachy jazz, like smooth feel to it. Throughout oh, okay, because they did have that one major release that was very... Yeah. Like, we're not talking like old gorillas. We're talking no, about we're talking about recent. No, the, the, one that that review, the one yeah. that had like I forgot that one song that you were talking about. That had it was, they literally the song was like the Blair video was yeah. like they're on the beach. I, I literally looked up to whether or not the artist was the same. Just the music artist. Just, yeah, for like the the uh, how how it sounded to me. Um, I have a little upset that I looked to it first because I think this was the best album out of three. Um, I guess I can listen to it today again, but I know what cost. Uh, <laughs> but no, I, I I really enjoy this album. It was very. Um, I feel like when we're talking, this is not a song. If you can hear that. Uh, oh man, we're gonna get copyright striped. Yeah, for whatever the hell that is. Pretty sure that is a straight off of SoundCloud. That dude's never getting money. Uh, we talked about peaks and valleys in the music, and I thought this had. Some you know some peaks and valleys in it, uh, just in terms of build ups and things like that. But they were small. They were the foothills. They weren't mountains. They were they were foothills. So it, it did build you up and then take you back down. And it was a nice ride to go along uh, the album. And I and I did enjoy it a lot. I did think it was pretty much like the Gorillas album that we reviewed. I don't know. However many podcasts back. It was the first podcast, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, the first one with all three of us. Yeah, whatever, yeah, whatever, uh, whatever that one was. It, it felt fairly similar, except for that story. Manual story. Man, manual story. That one was quite different. But, uh, no, it was a very uh, well-produced album. All this, I feel like listening to it and... Knowing what to expect out of the album now, I would enjoy it more if I listen to it again. Um, I feel like it's kind of relaxing and things like that. I don't know about the lyrics. I, you know me. I don't. I don't. I'm not a lyric guy. But um, uh, it was it was very nice. I, I would listen to it again, knowing what to expect out of the album, being very kind of smooth and uh, and. and you know, it was good. I can see why. I think it was a really good album to like have a scotch with, you know, just chill and smooth. Yeah. Like but I will say that was the only thing I could think of is they might benefit from having a more prominent singer because the vocals kind of faded into the background as the songs kind of went along. Like, if you tried, you can notice them, but otherwise it would just like, the music kind of overtook it, which is just, that's just my opinion though. But I, I still really liked it, yeah. 
No, fair enough. I mean, you guys make good points about it. Um, it's an album that I had listened to before I suggested it, and I, I really enjoyed it. Um, I will say you're right. It, it doesn't have anything like super amazing, but I think overall, I think it's like nothing sticks out terribly. Nothing sticks out like amazing. It's like a good neutral album that you can have on in the background. You know, maybe just kind of hanging out with people or yeah. hey, you know, having some drinks or just relaxing because it is a very like musical wise, it's it's very mellow, um, not Jack Johnson mellow, but um, you know, it's the instruments are yeah. very, they're all there, they're prominent. The bass is prominent, the drummer's great, uh, the guitarist is actually my favorite part, and I, I do appreciate the the, the singer, um, but nothing's like super like distorted or too crazy. Everything kind of fits in its own space, and I think this and the flaming lips. Um, they're like two sides of one coin, right? I think they're trying to invoke a feeling with very little lyrics. One of them musically was kind of the same, and the other musically kind of had a little bit more movement, right? And um, I understand that they're both trying to do a certain thing, but I did enjoy the Chicano Batman version better because it did have movement, like you said, Kevin. There was small valleys, small peaks, but still something to kind of keep you upbeat. And I think the biggest thing that they did that I enjoy is, I feel like on every other song, when they started a new verse, they would do something different musically. Like they would have like a, a different sounding guitar or a different sounding beat or something like that. Just something as simple as that makes my ear perk up and I'm like, oh, okay, that's something different. Where with the Flaming Lips, it was the same thing across the board. Um, so that's something that helps me appreciate this album. Um, so it, it definitely had, um, as a guitarist, I really appreciate it because it has a lot of nice little licks, nice little nuances. Um, nothing like crazy, you know, like lead guitarist Van Halen R.I.P. Um, just more stuff that's subtle. It fits the the room, you know, what it is. Um, so, yeah, I definitely it is my favorite of the three. But I I did grow to enjoy all three of them. I never grew to enjoy the Flaming Lips. Marilyn Manson I enjoyed the farther I got into the album, and uh, Chalupa Batman I enjoyed after about the second song in there. I, I kind of realized what they were going for. And uh, I thought it had a really nice composure for the album. Uh, it's something I would I would listen to again, and probably go back and listen to other uh, Chalupa Batman uh, albums. Yeah, they have a they have a cool discography, and um, they they do a lot of like neo like jazz fusion kind of stuff, uh, neo soul neo soul. Because every time he says Chalupa Batman, I'm just like Batman no, no, running that, a Chalupa stand. Just no, like, that, oh. Chalupa Batman is the name of the second kid in yeah in, from, in the league uh, from the league. He lost a bet, or he traded the Taco. name of his firstborn yeah. child. Taco won the bet, and yeah, so he traded away his firstborn child's name so he could have first pick in the draft. And Taco named it Chalupa no, Batman no, because Batman. he traded his first pick away. But it wasn't his first born. It was his second born. Only thing I remember was the first pick in the draft, though. Yeah, it was yeah. the second born. But it wasn't his first born. The only thing I remember from the league is when the uh, what's his name with the glasses joined the other league, and they're like, "Okay, but you got to go through the trials." And they pull out a trident made of dildos. He's like, "Is that a trident made of dildos? I don't know what a trident is, but these are dildos." Yes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so it's probably Rafi. <laughs> looping it back around, the uh, singer that they were spoofing in the Bob. Robert Tamberger's uh, episode was Tori Amos. I've never listened to anything that she's ever Oh, that's made. a real artist? Yes. Oh, no, they were making fun of that. Right. Yes. Okay, I thought you meant the person who was actually in Bob Berger was Tori. No, they were, they were spoofing that. Was it worse than Chelsea Wolf? Uh, no, nothing's worse than Chelsea Okay, that shit was rough. Pull it up after this and show you. Yeah, just it so might even happen. be the next album we review. No, it won't. There is a new Gorillaz album, though. Oh, it's actually really good. Oh fuck! There's really a really new good. Struts album too. Hell yeah! Now we gotta check that out too. I don't know. It's pretty alright. I think. Well, okay, so it's actually a year old now. But my friend recently got way into the new. Um, what's the name of that metal band? Uh, Fire in the Flames. What is oh, Dragon Force. Dragon That's Force a hard pass, dude. Dragon Force album. He got way into the new Dragon Force album. What do you gotta get? Their music Force? is so bad that their guitarist, whatever his name is, Lee. Played his own music on Twitch and got banned. That's true. He got he got his own music is that bad. He can't even play his own music online. He also played like a few songs from Baby Metal that they ended up. If we're if we're going like crazy wild and like it's our hero, I'm probably gonna have to choose Dream Theater. 
but I'll, I'll, I'll listen to some Dream Theater before I listen to Kermit Dean. Yeah, okay, Dragon, Dragon, Dragon Deuce. Uh, all right, whatever. All right. I mean, I'm picking Tori Amos if it comes up, so. I'm picking Tony Amos? Isn't that an actor? No. Tori Fa- Amos. Famous Amos, the, the cookie. Yeah, that's what I was thinking of. Well, so, yeah. Amos Amos. Yes. Ooh. All right. I think that's like someone downtown. I don't know. I haven't met her, but yeah, we'll see. All right. She knows where all the ATMs are, though. <laughs> Ask the mouth. She knows where the ATMs are. Ask the All right. Anyway. Whoa. Anyway. So thanks, as always, for our listeners for sticking with us this far. I'm not sure that that was worth your time, but this is we, do we have any listeners left? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. We'll we'll find have out. Probably have COVID died. And then the other half just dropped dropped us because we didn't put. We it have out. some. We actually have some listeners listening for our, my college football podcast, and they're going to turn into this and be like, "What the fuck happened?" They just stopped talking about football. They're talking about music and beer. Yeah. That's the only thing that's left. Maybe that's something that they'll be interested in. Who knows? I mean, I feel like a pretty college crowd. football, beer, music, beer, beer. They all go in the same universe. Exactly. All right, so that's the bell. All right, thanks as always to our listeners for tuning in. Uh, have a good rest of your week, and let the beat let the beat drop. Apparently, y'all have a good rest of your night. Uh, bye, everybody. <laughs>